Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover the new seed that God plants into you to uproot the seed of rebellion and the roots of turmoil, siege, and desolation. And this new root is called the seed of hope. So let's go ahead and define it. Hope means a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. It also means a feeling of trust or anticipation or longing. Now, the scripture reference that I use comes from Romans chapter 15, verse 13, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And again, that's Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It is very important to understand that God gives you hope because he is a God of hope. He wants you to listen to him and he wants you to trust him and follow him in all the things that he wants you to do. Now the enemy of course is on a completely different narrative and wants you to focus on yourself while getting tempted with all of the things that the enemy has dangling in front of you. If you keep trying to follow the enemy instead of God, you will not only see that this type of satisfaction is temporary, but you will also see that there will be hurt and pain along the way as you follow the enemy. He may try to trick you into thinking that his path is the better path and that you don't have to do all of the things that God wants you to do. Please, please don't listen to the enemy at all. God knows the past, present, and future, and he created you. He knows what he has in store for you. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And again, that's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. He knows the plans that he has for you now and in the future. Now, you must be willing to find out with God and walk in this journey with him. Why do you think the enemy is trying to trick you so much? He wants you to be tempted so that you can get off the path that you are on so that you won't accomplish God's plan for your life. Now, I'm not saying that you won't go through some things. I'm not saying that the journey may be tough and rocky at times. It will, and you will run into some obstacles, 
but God will bring you out on the other side and you will see that it would have been worth the work and effort. I know it may be hard to comprehend right now, especially if you are in just a wilderness state right now. Of course, nothing may look good and you don't know or even see how you're going to make it out, but you will. You must trust God completely and please don't lose the faith and please don't lose any hope. Now, let me also say, you may find that hope is all that you have to hold on to. There are times when everything may be falling apart and you don't see how things are ever going to come together. In those situations, you must still keep pushing through it each day. You must still keep putting the work in. You must still keep trusting God in all of it. You can't give up on yourself and you must, you must, you must see what is on the other side of this. I know that it would be great if we all could see in the future, but we can't. We just have to trust God in the process of all of it and that he will bring things to pass at just the right time and at just the right place. I get it. You have been on this path for a long time and you don't see anything happening. You may be tired. You may be fed up. You may be ready to just throw in the towel. Please, please don't give up on God, though. He knows what he is doing. While he is working on you, he may be working on someone else, too, so that when everything does come together, it will flow real smooth and it will be great. There may be many layers happening behind the scenes that you are completely unaware of. This is why you must keep pushing through so that you can see how things will turn out. Remember, it will be for your good and his glory. So this is not just about you getting yours. God has a bigger plan that will be taking place. So this is why you must keep finding the strength to go further each and every day, even when you don't want to. Hope is hard sometimes because when hope is all that you have, you want to be able to see something happen, even if it is something small. You don't care if all of it doesn't come into place right now. You just need to know or even have the confidence that you are walking or going in the right direction. Please don't let your lack of patience get the best of you, especially if others have gotten what they have always wanted. As you have heard, he may not come when you want him to, but he is always on time. God knows what he is doing, and he knows all of the things that are happening around you. You just have to believe that he does. The expectations that you may have can also cause you to struggle in your hope. For instance, you may have been seeking to be in a certain job at a higher level. You have been taking all of the necessary steps to make sure that you are placed in the right settings and taking all the right types of jobs to help shape and groom you to the next level. As time goes on, someone else gets the job 
And you don't know why, because you and possibly even others have said that you were the perfect person for the job. Now, it knocked some wind out of you, but you tried to stay encouraged. You continue to keep learning new skills and developing yourself so that you could be prepared. Other jobs have come and gone, and you are now starting to wonder if you will ever get the promotion that you are wanting. A dream job is now available, and you are seeking to apply for it. You have been praying and seeking God for a while, and he has been shaping and molding you along the way. So you decide to apply for the job, and you realize that it has more skills needed than the previous jobs you have applied for. You are not worried because you felt that you have learned those new skills as you have been in this waiting phase. You are selected for the position, and it is not only a senior level position, but it also has higher pay, more benefits, and a nice office. If you had have gotten disgruntled and not continued to grow and develop along the way, then you wouldn't have been prepared for this new role that you just received. You continue to trust God in all of it, and he continued to shape and mold you into something bigger and better. You have other people reporting to you now, including the person who got the first role that you were wanting that you didn't get. He wanted that person to be on your team. You can now see how God was preparing you, but also getting other people prepared so that when he placed you in this new role, it would not only be exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could imagine, as Ephesians 3.20 says, but that it deepened and strengthened your relationship with God. This is why it is so important to trust in God. You just don't know how things will turn out, but if you quit too soon, you will never know. So now let's go ahead and look at our example again with Ezekiel chapter 11, verses 14 through 25. And it says, Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, the people still left in Jerusalem are talking about their relatives in exile, saying they are far away from the Lord. So now he has given their land to us. Therefore, give the exiles this message from the sovereign Lord. Although I have scattered you in the countries of the world, I will be a sanctuary to you during your time of exile. I, the sovereign Lord, will gather you back from the nations where you are scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel once again. When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of their detestable idol worship. And I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their hearts of stone and give them tender hearts instead, so they will obey my laws and regulations. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God. But as for those who long for idols, 
I will repay them fully for their sins, says the Sovereign Lord. Then the cherubim lifted their wings and rose into the air with their wheels behind them. And the glory of the Lord of Israel hovered above them. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the city and stopped above the mountain to the east. Afterward, the Spirit of God carried me back again to Babylonia, to the Judeans in exile there. And so ended the vision of my visit to Jerusalem. And I told the exiles everything the Lord had shown me. And again, that's Ezekiel chapter 11, verses 14 through 25. As you can see from the scriptures, there were some children of Israel that had been exiled, but had been faithful to God. They felt that God was only in the temple in Jerusalem, but God sent a message saying that he was with them as well, even though they were exiled. This was comforting to the people to know that they would eventually be able to come back, even though they were not sure when that would be. He wanted the exiled people to know that he was still their God and that he would still be with them wherever they go. This is a great message for any believer because it also lets you know that no matter where you are, God is there. He hasn't left you nor forsaken you, so you can be confident that he will be there for you. Many times you can think that God has deserted you, especially when sin has made a strong stand in an area of your life. If you repent of your sins and have a remorseful heart, God will see that and he will restore you back to a right relationship with him. You must believe that he will and keep the faith. Having hope is a strong thing to have. You can see the multiple scriptures that are listed in the Bible on how God wants you to have hope in him and to have hope in the things that he is going to do in your life. You must not give up on that. You must continue to trust in God and believe that he will do everything that he needs to do to help you, but it has to be according to his will. So please trust in him in everything and have hope. And I see that I'm going to actually have to continue this conversation. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.